Wonder how that woman came up with her cool idea and turned it into a business? Listen in to find out how. Welcome to Women Inspired. I'm your host, Linda Ugalow, and on this show I interview artists, healers, changemakers, and entrepreneurs about what fires them up and how they put their dreams into action. And today I'm really excited to have on this episode a registered dietitian and wellness expert. Welcome, Laura Hartung. Hi, Linda. So great to see you again. It's great to be back in Bedford on this beautiful August 23rd day. I can't believe that it's finally we have a break in the weather, right? Yes, and you've been traveling a lot, haven't you? I have. In fact, uh, the past year I've been kind of on a mission. I was in Hawaii. I was in uh, Ohio, I was in Canada, and then finally I'm back in Boston because this is where I can educate the masses and truly impact the, the lives and health of others. Oh my gosh, so what have you been doing? Like, what, is, what have you been working on? Well, this summer has brought so many amazing things to, to my plate, and uh, from working with Harvard Pilgrim Healthcare, doing uh, popsicle demonstrations that are that we made popsicles with veggies four ingredients and my mission is to change people's health one bite at a time so when you can offer something someone something tasty delicious easy and uh, fun they're more likely to try it so I've been doing I've been doing a lot of work with Harvard Pilgrim and I want to do a shout out to Paula because she's been just setting me up with lots of great work and I've also been in pharmaceutical companies medical companies giving presentations on the blue zone phenomenon. And those are five areas in the world where people are living the longest and dying without disease. So there's been a gamut of nutrition education. I've also been doing um, talks on eating on a healthy budget because so many of us think that healthy eating is expensive. Uh, it is time consuming at first. It does take prep. It does, I always say prepare or despair, but healthy eating just reaps the benefits, not just you know tomorrow, but decades on. Oh my gosh, you just brought up so many things I wanna ask you about. Let's go back to the first thing, the popsicles. Sure. Okay, great, yeah. Oh my God, that sounds so much fun. It has been so fun. So what made you even think of that? Well, this project actually, it was piloted by, I was just, I was the demonstrator. I didn't actually have to come up with the idea, but I was the one who was presenting it to Jordans. And um, uh, Paula, from Harvard Pilgrim came up with the idea. She said she wanted to educate people and try to get them to eat healthier because popsicles are very, they're very popular this time of year. But what do you find on the ingredients of most popsicles? You turn over the label and you find, oh, high fructose corn syrup, sodium benzenate, potassium sorbate, red, red number four uh, dye, also blue, uh, let's see, blue, yellow, and green. So really, that's not a popsicle. It's more like, a, uh, let's say, a kill stick, right? So this has been such a great experience because I'm now um, geared up to making popsicles. I, I, my favorite is coconut, low-fat coconut milk, spinach, lime, and mango. And you just blend it up, freeze it, and then we have another one that has mango, carrot, and orange juice. And yes, there's some sugar, but it's natural sugar. And compared to what you eat in a typical Popsicle, this has just been, it's its really opened my eyes to do more and I can't wait to share with my, my friends and my nieces because it really, it, it's so good. You can eat it at night, you can eat it uh, on the go, you can eat it in the car, you can take it to the beach. So my goal is really, I don't know if I said this, but my goal is to reach 1 million plus people and to encourage them to change their health one bite at a time. And it can start with just a, a vegetable popsicle. Cause That's people, yeah. Awesome. Cause people aren't getting enough vegetables. We're supposed to get actually at least seven to nine servings of fruits and veggies 
erring on the side of two fruits and, and seven vegetables per day, but we're not getting that. We're not getting our vegetables. With all the wonderful availability we have of produce, even in the, in the summer, people still aren't getting it. And when I tell people that they need to eat more veggies, they're like, if I ate that many vegetables, I wouldn't be able to eat anything else. Well, yeah, because it takes time to chew, but that's the point. Fill up on, <laughs> fill up on fiber, phytochemicals, and really nutrient-dense calories. I always hear that, a serving of vegetables. What is a serving of vegetables? Good question. Okay, a serving of vegetables, you can have four cups raw spinach or a raw leafy green. It's raw, but then with it's cooked, it's only one half cup cooked. A, cho a cup of chopped, say, maybe tomatoes, that's a serving. So you get one half cup cooked, a cup raw, or four cups of green leafies. And research has shown that people who eat more leafy greens, at least four to eight cups a day, decrease their uh, risk of getting dementia and they have better cognitive function when they're 50 and years plus. And I'll tell you, I'm, I'm at that stage. So I'm eating my greens. I mean, yesterday I, I bought a huge pack of greens and I was eating them in my car. That's fast food to go, you know? Like what kind of greens? What do you, oh, what do you recommend? I had the power greens. I had baby kale, spinach. I just like a host of the really green leafies and I was eating them like potato chips. All right, because I can Plain? eat a whole bag of potatoes. Yes, that was my fast food to go. And I probably ate five cups on my way home because I've been doing a lot of traveling this, this month. I was in um, Rhode Island, Connecticut, actually this week. Um, so it's really, I really have to plan and have my food, have my ammuni ammunition ready, or I will go and stop and get a bagel. You know, I love, hey, I like bread too. So if I don't have my food, if I don't have my ammunition, sure, I'm human. You know, but I always try to bring my ammunition, nuts, seeds. I bring my veggies. I ate red pepper. I had red peppers to go. I eat them like apples. People think I'm crazy. I'm like, no, I'm not crazy. I I'm just, healthy. I'm healthy, right? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it, it is a challenge, but I'll tell you what. It, it the more you healthy, the healthier you eat, the better you feel, and the easier it becomes. Consistency is the key. Yeah. Yeah. That's fabulous. And then you mentioned the blue zones. I've been oh, hearing this yeah. around. Tell us about blue zones. Okay, well, the blue zones, actually, I heard about them years ago. And Dan Buettner is, he works for, he, he works for National Geographic. He is a, an explorer and also a journalist. And he was out in um, Okinawa and they found that in Okinawa, people are living the longest and dying without disease. In fact, that that population of centenarians, there's more women living the, over the age of 100 than any other population in this entire world. So National Geographic hired him to find pockets of the world where other people are living the longest, and they wanted to know, okay, what are the factors that are keeping these people healthier? Well, they found that Okinawa, Japan is one of them, Ikaria, Greece is another, Sardinia, Italy, uh, the Nicoya Peninsula of Costa Rica, and then finally, Loma Linda, California, thank goodness we're on the map, but they have a very concentrated pocket of centenarians uh, that are seven-day Adventists. And seven-day Adventists in Loma Linda, California live on average 12 years longer than their North American counterparts. And why? Because they live in a type-based community. They are also vegetarians, okay? They eat plant-based. And unlike the other areas of the world, of the blue zones who drink alcohol, they don't, they just sustain from drinking alcohol. So I, uh, the, other, the other blue zones do include some alcohol, but the Loma Lindas don't. And um, I got to actually interview 
uh, Benita and Bill. Benita was 103 years old. I saw her in March and she just was sassy and savvy and she had pink lipstick on and, and blush and she had a full head of hair. She had thicker hair than mine. I'm like, you are beautiful. I said, I love your, your lipstick. She's like, well, can't a girl have some lipstick? I said, you look lovely. And then she's going on saying, oh, I like your hair color. Is that your natural color? She's like, I like your cheekbones. Are you, are you Polish? My husband's Czech. And I'm like, let's talk about you, Benita. And then she said she loves green beans. She has her family and her church her community keep her going. She said she loves to go out in the, in the garden and she just likes to pick green beans and eat them off the plate. But one thing was funny. She said, you know, Laura, I've slowed down a little. You know, at 103, she said, and I've gained seven pounds. Next time you see me, I'm gonna get that weight off. But it just goes to show you, women, how, when do we stop worrying about our weight? She's 103 years old. She has a little outside, but she was no, you know, she was not overweight by any means, but it's just the mentality, like women everywhere, everybody, women stop, you know, be healthy, be happy, stop worrying so much about the scale, right? I mean, that's what, you know, but from, 12, 11 to 103, we're all worried about our weight. So that being said, I talked about Loma Linda. Okinawa, Japan is another place I'm going to next week at this time. Wow. How long will you be spending there? I will be there from August 30th to September 9th. Wow. And I will be able to talk to some of the women that have been friends since they were three months old, so they're a hundred year old friends in, in little Moais, which a Moai is a group of people who take care of each other throughout their life. Even if they get married, they still have that community, that social connection. They have that that bonding with other that others that will help really encourage them through good and bad times. And I still have my friends from high school. I have a lot of friends, but we all kind of disconnect because we're not in the same geographical mm -hmm. location. Mm -hmm. But they have these powerful groups of women and they're dancing 94 years old and I'm going to be meeting some of these women in in less in like only a week. That's fantastic. I, I can't wait to hear oh. what you learned from them. Oh, yeah, and I'll be eating fish for breakfast. Some of you know I like sardines and I eat sardines, but I'm going to have fresh fish. I'm going to learn about just what the Okinawa diet is about. They eat a lot of sweet potatoes. Like unlike mainland Japan, uh, Okinawa they eat about um, they eat about 300% more vegetables than mainland Japan. They don't eat a lot of rice. They focus more on the native sweet potato, which is lower on the glycemic index, and it has so many more powerful nutrients. So I'm going to be living like the blue zoners. I'm going to be living like those Okinawans, and I'm going to bring back, that's what my goal is, to bring back what I learned from these other cultures in these blue zone areas and share it with my corporate people because it's more than just diet and exercise. And of course, we can't just replicate. You know, a lot of these areas are so isolated, so it's hard to say, "Oh, you can't." How can you live in a blue zone? How can we replicate it here in the U.S.? But you know what? We can take their patterns, some of their patterns, and apply it to our everyday lives. Mm -hmm. Laura, you are so passionate about this. How did yeah. you? Where did this passion come from? Well, this for for wellness yeah. and diet and well, you know, health. it stems from. As a child, I grew up in a very progressive household. Uh, my father and mother were very progressive as far as food. My dad was catching fish for my mother when, when I, she was pregnant. He's like, here, Susie, eat this mackerel. Uh, we were limited with our fast food and our sugar cereals. Well, we were allowed to have some fast food on our way to Canada. And Canada, we have a little cabin. We would fish. We would catch our fish. We would, we would skin it up and cook it. And we'd have fresh blueberries. and. 
Uh, my father has always been a little progressive. He he was he was uh, drinking um, apple cider vinegar, garlic, and uh, uh, what else? Honey before it became popular. You know, he I mean he was ahead of his time, and he's going to be 89 in October. God bless him. My mother, unfortunately, she dies of she died of Alzheimer's three years ago. Mm -hmm. So that's another reason I'm so passionate about finding how to decrease. Um, you know, degenerative diseases, especially Alzheimer's, because if you are happier, if you're around your groups, if you if you eat healthy and exercise, you know, that's just, that's not enough. You have to still have your purpose. You have to have um, your sense of, uh, you know, what you're passionate about, what you can offer the world and what you're good at and what you can get paid for. And that's my new passion because of the fact is, even though we're living longer, we were living longer in, in America up to about two years ago. The Center for Disease Control has come out recently with statistics that our age, um, our lifespan has decreased in America. It's now it's about 78.6. It used to be 81. And you know why we're living, not living as long? Because of despair and substance abuse. People, even with the technologies, we have, we are, we're connected, but we're not. And despair, people are getting stressed, depressed, and it's decrease in our life expectancy and and the, and the substance abuse is affecting our millenniums especially. So my goal is to, I really want to kind of shake some of these millenniums up and say, you know what, there's more to life than just looking on your phone. I know that's not everyone. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I'm not trying to um, diss anyone, but we have to get a little less connected on with the technology and we have mm -hmm. to get more interface. And that mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to really go out and spread to Boston and, and everywhere else that, mm -hmm. you know, that I come in contact with groups of wellness people that want to listen to me mm -hmm. and hire me and, and you know, they, they get excited about something different because it's really not just about, it's not just about diet and exercise that keep us on a path to a long and healthy life. That's part of it, but it's not everything. Mm -hmm. It's also connecting, as you said, with other people having relationships that are supportive and exactly that fill you up. and. Yeah, and we're not always good about how to make our relationships good. I mean, that's one one area where people do suffer from. It is true, and mm -hmm. and with the technology and all the apps, it's a distraction, mm -hmm. but it's not the same connection. So I'm, you know, I'm telling people if you are feeling despair, if you are feeling at a low point, get help. You know, go talk to someone. There are people that care, and and uh, really hang around people who. Are happy and healthier because research has shown that we take on the habits of the people that we keep close to us. I'm not mm. saying you have to get a new husband or new wife or new friends, but maybe, you know, sometimes it comes to that point. You have to surround yourself with others that support healthy behaviors. Mm. So. so speaking of healthy behaviors, what would be your five healthy tips for healthy living? Oh, for healthy living and aging. Well, first of all, we have to move more. In this society, with everything, with the automation, with the artificial life, with us spending more time on our, you know, on our computers, on our iPhone, we are not moving as much naturally. I'm not saying out, go out and do a marathon. I'm not saying you have to go and, you know, really, um, you don't have to do in something in too intense, but you have to move more. You have to get at least 10,000 steps a day. That's like five miles. And you need to move, you need to oxygenate your brain, your muscles, and research has shown that exercise is the most immediate thing that you can do to improve your concentration and your brain health. 
Exercise increases blood flow. It works on increasing our prefrontal cortex and our hippocampus, two areas in the brain that are affected by age-related dementia and other neurological problems. And if we get, you know, when you get a bigger hypo hippocampus and prefrontal cortex, you, you can't prevent, you know, Alzheimer's, but you can sure slow your, the, the, the time period that it happens. And so that's why, you know, exercise has always been so important in my life. And that's one thing, healthy aging, you gotta work out. You gotta work your body. So what I'm saying, work out, go in your garden, move, sweat, and research is showing that you need to do at least at least three days to four days of 30 minutes of cardio to improve your brain health. And you know, that's not that much to ask for, but people still aren't getting that. So how, do, how would you recommend that somebody who isn't getting it and they say, 30 minutes, four days a week, I, I, I just can't commit to that. What would you say to them? I'd say aim small, but be consistent. Even if you start up with 15 minutes, you can go walking. You know, get your heart rate up. Get your, walking is the most natural form of exercise known to man. It doesn't take any special equipment. It just takes your, you know, you need to get some proper shoes, but there's no excuse. You know, walking, small, start small. Maybe if 10 minutes is too much or 15 minutes is too much, try for 10. But the bottom line is get moving. Maybe you want to hire someone to cut the grass, cut your own grass, you know, uh, think of ways that you can incorporate also movement more naturally. You take in the bus, taking the tea, maybe you can walk to work, you know, and, and if you look at cultures and even in Boulder, Colorado, they're very happy because they, they have the most per capita um, amount of people that can walk to work than any other state in this entire, you know, U.S. So you have to look at really improving your, improving your uh, movement because when you can move, you have your youth. So that's number one. Number two, good sleep. You need to get enough sleep women especially we don't our brains don't shut down and you know what i say get off your your iphone get off your ipads get off your computer shut down before you go to bed because you need to get undisrupted sleep set up a room that's cool and uh and dark and you know maybe you need a fan maybe you need it quiet but to get that restorative sleep is important healthy aging because that's when we repair if you're if you're not sleeping enough, your cortisol levels as a stress hormone can, can stay higher and that can promote weight gain. And it's also not good to be in a state of um, when you're always stressed. So sleep is another. So getting your movement naturally, um, sleep is important, social connections, keeping your friends, making new ones. It is so important, you know, because our, our human connections are what really, that's what keep us really, um, I think, connected to our hearts. And you, and you need people, we are humans, we need people. And loneliness is a factor, is showing, research is showing that when you're lonely, that can really cut your lifespan. So it's important to keep social connections. Sometimes you might not feel like going out, but you know what, go on, take a shower, get a, put on a, a party dress, you know, brush your hair, do something to get out. Sometimes the hardest part is just getting dressed to go out right. and then you then you realize wow i need my friends right you know and um and yeah. you know you mentioned make new friends one of the things i i think is a benefit of the technology we have is finding meetups and right. and activities that are going on around the city i have taken advantage of that myself and really enjoyed meeting new people that i would never have come across 
and you bring up a good point about the technology. It, it, technology does make this world a smaller place. So once you meet those people online, it's good to go and meet them physically, face to face. So, and I know I've, I have connections like my friend Dinos Kotoukis in Athens, Greece. He found me on Facebook. Uh, and this was years ago, and I did do a, a um, I went to Greece with 30 other dietitians in 2010, and he, I, and right before I was leaving, he, he messaged me, he's like, is this the Laura Hartung? I was his Greek, I was his conversation partner in college back in the 80s. And then he's like, this has to be the social uh, Hart, Laura Hartung that I know. And sure enough, we connected. Then he took me out to dinner, he picked me up, he stopped smoking, that's good. And, but he was the same Dinos Kutukis, but thank goodness we had that, 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 you know, that Facebook to connect us. So technology can be good when you use it in the right ways because it does make this world a very small, it makes it a more manageable place. And we all are more alike than, you know, than ever in this in this day and age. Right. And, so. you, and if you don't have people who are right in your immediate environment yeah. that you do relate to, that does, that does supply all those things that you talk about, right. you can find people with common interests. That's right. Yeah. That is so true. But meet up with them in person too. Yeah. You know, it, it's good to, it's good to have the, the the FaceTime and give them a hug because hugs. We really should be getting about twelve hugs a day. Hugs can decrease your blood pressure, goodwill. It really promotes your um, just good good hormones that the neurotransmitters that make you feel better. So hugging is is all right. So we're gonna walk for ten minutes and get twelve hugs. Exactly. <laughs> Walking for ten minutes, get hugs, meet some new people. All right. So that's three. So we have three. Then, of course, our food, nourishing our bodies with more plant-based meals. I'm not saying we have to be vegetarian, but when we look at the people in the blue zones, they eat about 95% of their diet as, as plant-based foods. They eat a lot of legumes, they eat a lot of nuts and seeds, they eat a lot of um, root vegetables, but they're also moving more. You know, they're, they, some of them are naturally moving about seven to 10 miles a day. You know, these people in the blue zones. I mean, when's the last time you had to catch fish for your entire family at 94? I mean, you know, when's the last time you were tending to your, your, your um, herd of, uh, of sheep? You know, so these people are eating more carbs, but they're burning them off. But we still, we need to eat more plant-based meals. I'm not saying you can't ever eat red meat, but you know what? Have meatless Mondays, you know? Um, maybe decrease your portion of, of red meat. Um, red meat, we're eating still too much red meat in America and with all these diets like the keto diet, the paleo, I look to the people who are alive and living to 100, not to the people in the paleo days that died at 40, all right, when they're eating meat and they're that, you know, most of their diet was meat and berries. I mean, they were hunters, they had, but so I look to the people who are living the longest and dying without disease when I look at how I wanna eat and they are eating more plant-based meals than, than any, any of the people who don't last as long. So, so that's another thing, nourishing your body with the right foods. And also that means nourishing your skin, taking care of your skin. I mean, I am a, I, am a, I, I wanna say a skin care fanatic. I mean, I, I have tried so many different products and getting, protecting your, your skin from the sun. You know, there's, you need to get a good, um, a really reputable sunscreen because now there's all this research that oh, some of the sunscreen is bad, which is true, but you still, going out in the sun is medicine, but you also have to protect your skin and also, you know, get some good products that you like. And I mean, I, I, I'm so into that because yeah, I want to be alive when I'm 80 and 90, and but I want to look a little, I want to look a little, you know, a little fresher than some of the, you know, I want, I want to make sure my skin is a little more, um, you know, plump. So 
you know, that starts with nourishing your skin, your body, and also nourishing our soul. And um, we also need to take time to de-stress. Oh, so is this number five? Yes, if I didn't talk about number five, number five is taking time to really find your sense of calm in your daily stressful lives. All right, so some people, they meditate. Uh, I can't meditate. Can you imagine? I mean, I tried, but I, but, <laughs> yeah, but I tap. I do the tapping, the emotional freedom technique. Mm -hmm. For me, it's been around hundreds of years. I need something that is a little more tactile, and this helps calm my central nervous system down. There's, there's different pressure points. Well, I'm not going to go through it, but you have to find your sense of calm throughout these crazy days. And in the blue zones, when you look at the Okinawas, they actually take time every day to to thank their their ancestors. You know, they give appreciation. So that gives them a sense of calm. The seven day Adventists, they pray. Mm -hmm. That's their sense of calm. The Sardinians, <laughs> they they have happy hour. They drink that they drink a wine. It's from the Greenwich grape and it's so powerful because it has about, I don't know, five times more polyphenols or plant chemicals that are good for just decreasing inflammation because of the way this grape has been process in the sun it's sun drenched and and they take time and they'll they drink a little wine and you know although four of the five blue zones do drink there is a caveat you know i see today that there's an increase in cirrhosis of liver in the younger people like in the 20s to 30s because some of them the binge drinking is out of control so when i say that drinking can be healthy if you're not drinking don't start drinking now but if you do drink it's moderation mm -hmm. it's you know five ounces a day for women and five ounces, I could do that in one gulp, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's why we have to look at, really, we can't make, um, we like, we try to rationalize, you know, mm -hmm. so. Yeah. But anyway. So and, I, yeah. I have a question oh, about yeah. these. So you sure. have all these things. What happens, so we're coming to the end of our time okay. together, but I want to yeah. find out from you, what do you think people should do when they have a setback? Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, life chips away at all of us right some people want to play the victim some people want to stay in that situation but I'll tell you what we can never give we can never give up hope and sometimes we just focus too much on the past or worry about the future but we can always change our line of thinking if we can just make steps towards making one thing consistent and one thing positive and just sticking with that you know if you if you're in you just feel I and mean, we've all been there you know we've had setbacks I've had setbacks you know I mean, we go through you know menopause we go through we have people who die in our life we you know we get uh, you know overstressed about our expenses and you know what the more you think about it and the more you worry about it that just makes it worse and so you have to you don't have to change your beliefs you have to almost change your environment by either you know taking a walk going to listen to music doing something consistent focus on the positive and be consistent about that starting right now and you can change your brain chemistry but believe me it's not always that easy because I've been there you know I've been feeling like sometimes I'm gonna lose it that's why I took kind of like a tour of the world I've been going around but you know what I'm grounded again and I'm looking at seeing all my successes and you also need to stay around people that also see and believe in you and and because sometimes we are our own worst critics mm -hmm. and we need to stay around others that you know they've seen what you've done and sometimes we forget about our accomplishments so yeah. setbacks though are only roadblocks and we can jump over them but we still have to get back up yes. so that's the bottom line pick something that one small positive change you know if it's eating more veggies you know you know add a cucumber add a carrot you know just add something if you need to 
add more exercise, move 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, if you need to distress, de-stress in the car, do some meditation right on the spot. Yeah. It'll Wonderful. change your brain chemistry. That's fantastic. Yeah. So how can people find you? So people can find me on laurahartungrd.com, my website, the, it's actually being transferred over to a new platform that's platform that's focused on health, aging healthy and strong mm -hmm. because that's where I am. I'm in my fifth de decade of life and I want to be there. I want to be here in another 50 years and I want to be going strong. So contact me. I'd love to come talk to your company. I'd love to come and you know motivate. And my, my goal is really to educate and entertain and um, just change people's perspective because I'll tell you what, we never, sometimes we don't know how good we can feel if we make positive changes. So that's great. Well, you, right. this has been an inspiration. Thank you so much for Thanks, being on. Thanks, Linda. Thanks for having me. It's been great to be here at Bedford TV. And uh, you know what? We got to keep fighting the good fight. We do. Yeah. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and feel as inspired as I do. And if you need some extra support in inspiring others in your journey, and you want some speaking confidence, be sure to cap capture my guided visualization for speaking confidence where you could get it at lindayugalo.com forward slash speaking confidence. And please be sure to catch us on the next episode of Women Inspired. Thank you for listening to Women Inspired. The show is recorded live in the studios of Bedford TV in Massachusetts. Music courtesy of Sheik Gamin. If you like this episode, please leave a review or comment. You can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or watch all the TV episodes of Women Inspired with the show notes and links at www.lindayugalo.com forward slash TV.